This is Teresa Clark with Africa.com. We are here in New York City um, during the middle of the United Nations General Assembly Week. It's a very exciting time in New York. There has been a big emphasis on climate change, a lot of citizen act, um, activism during this past week. And we have an opportunity to sit down today with Shola David Bora and she runs the Africa regions for Standard Bank. She's played a very pivotal role and a leadership role in the principles for responsible banking. And just a couple of days ago, um, she was at the United Nations um, on the same platform with Secretary General Guterres um, speaking to the entire United Nations about these principles for responsible banking. Shola, tell us a little bit about what it felt like to be at the esteemed United Nations. Thanks, Theresa. It's great to be here. It was very exciting. Um, you know, this is the culmination of nearly two years of work where our team have been engaged. Um, there were 30 founding um, members and they've been working very hard you know, to get the principles for responsible banking signed. So it was very exciting to actually see 130 banks come on board. That is um, about a third of the global banking assets, you know, come together and actually commit to align their business strategy to sustainable development goals. So very exciting time. That's a very exciting. Now, how did Standard Bank come to play a leadership role among these 100 plus banks? Well, Standard Bank was already a member of UNEP, you know, and um, when the um, idea arose as to following the um, principles of responsible investment, which had been put in place in 2006, and then after that, you had the principles um, for. Um, insurance, responsible insurance. Um, so, um, given the fact that we were already a member of UNEP, um, we stepped forward um, to participate as one of the core group members um, to help fashion out, you know, what these principles um, would be. And, you know, um, my colleagues, Wendy Dobson leading um, that team, um, you know, sort of traveled across the globe, had meetings um, to just try and discuss what was a sustainable framework that banks would feel comfortable with um, identifying impact areas they would want to focus on and setting targets, you know, and, um, you know, the six principles, you know, were arrived at, these principles, you know, are alignment, um, impact, governance, and culture. Um, transparency and accountability and stakeholders and clients and customers and um, from these principles each bank is then able to identify or determine the impact areas they want to focus on so that has been the journey and um, you know it's a great step to actually have all the banks sign up and the hope is that we'll get even more banks you know to come on board and so is there a sense that the banks wanted to lead in this effort as opposed to having regulation placed on them? Or how do banks, what do banks expect to get as a result of taking a leadership role and signing up to be a part of, of these principles? Well, speaking from a standard bank perspective, um, 
The principles align with our purpose. Our purpose is to drive Africa's growth. The principles align with our values, which is doing the right business in the right way. And there's a sense, genuine sense um, amongst the banks that they actually want to build a sustainable business. And building a sustainable business means that you've got to align your goals to the goals of society as expressed in the sustainable development goals. So, so I, 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 you know, I genuinely believe that, um, you know, banks have a better understanding of um, how to run their businesses in a more sustainable way. And how do you think the principles relate to Africa as opposed to, for example, North America, given that there are bigger development goals in Africa? You're right that, you know, Africa as a region, um, you know, presents huge developmental challenges. Um, but I think the sustainable development goals um, capture the whole range of issues that we face. You know, from infrastructure to health to education, um, the African Development Bank estimates that Africa needs uh, $130 billion annually, you know, to close its infrastructure gap. Um, and I believe that as African banks um, align their business strategy to focus on addressing these sustainable development goals, we have a greater chance of working together, obviously with other stakeholders like DFIs, um, export credit agencies, the public sector, you know, to actually move towards closing these gaps that have been identified um, in the SDGs. Good, good. Looking at Standard Bank for a moment, what does it mean to be hashtag more than a bank? It means that we don't measure ourselves only on our financial performance. So obviously financial performance is important, um, but we see ourselves as being a positive contributor to the communities where we operate. And we have identified seven impact areas uh, where we believe that we can um, show a more positive impact. And that's, you know, the framework, the principles for responsible banking actually provide. Your ability to measure your positive impact, um, try and increase your positive impact and reduce your negative impact. So for Standard Bank, um, where we've identified financial inclusion, including women empowerment as, as one key impact area, also African trade and investment, um, infrastructure, health, education and skills development, jobs and enterprise development, and um, climate change and environmental sustainability. So um, by channeling our activities into these areas, we would have a much more exponential impact you know, on the communities and regions where we operate. And that's why we see ourselves as cash more than a bank. Now you speak about a lot of very important stakeholders in the development sectors across the continent. Um, and obviously a very important stakeholder for the bank are the shareholders. 
And so I want to ask you a tough question, which is um, you have these objectives in mind, um, and we know that there's a lot of infrastructure needed on the continent, particularly in the power sector. And so the hypothetical that I put forward is, let's say there is a potential opportunity uh, with, with a prospective client that wants to uh, do financing for some sort of a very mega project that's not necessarily clean or green in the way it would provide um, power. Would Standard Bank actually walk away from that type of business in order to fulfill the, the green objectives that you have? The approach Standard Bank would take, because we are a member of the Equator Principles, in fact we are the current chair of the Equator Principles Association, would be to make sure that any project complies with those um, principles and um, to make sure that we're following all the sort of global best practice in terms of energy projects. Um, having said that, you know, since 2012, we have continued to increase um, the percentage of financing to renewable energy projects. Um, we're currently at about 86% of all our energy projects since 2012, and that's in wind, um, solar, um, energy projects in South Africa, in Namibia, and other parts of the continent. You know, so um, given the huge infrastructure needs on the continent, you cannot um, dismiss fossil completely, but the, 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 the aim is to make sure that you do so in a responsible manner and you make sure that best practice is being applied. That's impressive, 86%. Thank you for sharing that. Um, one of the things that I've heard you speak this week about is how the banks have um, been more willing to sign on to the principles because every bank has an opportunity to decide how they plan to implement them. Um, they've spoken about you know the, the various sectors and development goals that, that Standard Bank has. Is there anything more that you can discuss about how Standard Bank plans to implement the principles? Oh sure. Um, you know, so because we have identified the seven impact areas, um, our focus now is basically making sure that we put the right governance framework in place. Um, we set out the measures and we've got a four-year window to do this, um, make sure that um, we're tracking the impact and um, reporting as well you know, on these impact areas. We already have a report to society on a digital platform that we, that we publish, as well as our environmental, social and governance report. Um, we've signed up um, with the UN Women um, initiative on uh, climate smart agricultural initiative for women in Africa in agriculture. It's a mouthful. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's climate smart. That's why it's a mouthful. <laughs> but um, you know, it's a powerful initiative that basically aims to increase the productivity of rural women, um, improve their access to markets. And we're starting with pilots in South Africa, Uganda, Malawi, and Nigeria. You know, um, and and we believe that that would, you know, really help to um, get more women into the um, formal sector, and more importantly, empower them. You know, we've 
partnered with 12,000 SMBs across the continent, um, provided um, up to 30 million rand in financing. Uh, we've also partnered with um, Founders Factory, which is an incubator and accelerator for startups um, across the continent. So we believe that all these initiatives you know, would really help in addressing um, skills development, financial mm -hmm. inclusion, um, and basically help to achieve our purpose, which is to drive Africa's growth. What is the timetable for alignment with the principles? Yeah, so like I mentioned, there is a four-year period um, by which each bank would um, determine the impact areas, um, put in place a governance framework in place, um, the measurement tools, and then also you know, reporting on the progress you've made. Um, and therefore, you know, we believe that we will certainly um, meet that timeline, you know, within the four-year period. It sounds like you might be a little bit ahead of the timeline. Well, we'll be with it. Okay. <laughs> well, you've done a lot of thinking about these areas, and I yes. imagine that others are at an earlier stage. You seem to be advanced, at least in your, how you're thinking about this from a strategic standpoint. Absolutely, and I think um, part of what we also have to do is try and see how we can get more banks to come on board. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, let's talk about your employees, um, society, and business. Uh, we've talked about the principles, and we can, uh, we've talked a little bit about what it means for, for shareholders. We've talked a little bit about what it means for um, the, the broad stakeholders in those impact areas. What does it mean for, for your employees? I think it gives the employees a much more exciting value proposition. Um, to work for an institution, you know, that is focused not only on numbers and financials, but really on seeing how they can make a difference um, in the lives of the people and communities where they work. Um, we've had very positive feedback from employees, even, you know, upon the signing of the principles yesterday. Um, very excited about it, wanting to be involved, be engaged. And what we've done is to encourage you know, all our business lines, our legal entities, to actually identify the causes um, they would want to um, sponsor. So for instance, in Ghana, we've set up a business incubator for SMEs. We've also done so in Mozambique and Zimbabwe as well. We have health initiatives in Nigeria where, you know, prosthetic limbs are given to, to children. Um, and there's a whole range of activities which um, employees are very excited about and are stepping up to be part of. And um, we find that from a employment perspective, um, we're actually attracting employees who want to be part of the Standard Bank group because of our clear purpose and the way we're going about it. You've been in the banking business for quite a few decades now. You're a very experienced banker. Do you see this as a change among millennial employees, that the millennials want to include more of a purpose with their, with their work than what you might have seen some time ago? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if the millennials, if they don't feel... Um, 
that they have a wider purpose, you know, um, you're unlikely to attract them, you know, and this is unlike sort of 30 years ago where it was really more about how much you were paid. You know, the pay is almost irrelevant now. They want to believe that you have a clear purpose, you know, that you're thinking about the environment, um, that you're trying to contribute something purposeful. Um, you know, to society, and you know, we believe that it's a positive, positive development, frankly, um, um, because ultimately you need engaged employees, you know, who can interact with clients and customers, you know, to drive the business. Uh, so let me ask, last question for you. Can you talk a little bit about gender equality and what Standard Bank is doing in that realm? Yes. For us, is Standard Bank. Gender equality is a human right, and it's not only a human right; it's it's a business imperative. Um, we've set clear targets already um, on on gender equality, uh, which is SDG five. Um, so, for instance, um, we have committed that by twenty twenty three. 40% of our executives will be female across the group. Um, by 2021, 33% um, of our board, our group board, will be female. And across our legal entities on the continent, um, we will double the number of chief executives at a minimum to 20%. You know, so these are clear targets that we have set out and um, we're very deliberate about it in just making sure that we build the female talent pipeline and prepare them for leadership opportunities. Our group chief executive, Sim Shabalala, is a he for she thematic champion. You know, so this is something that we're taking very seriously from the top down. That's fantastic. Well, this is Teresa Clark in New York City, sitting down with Shola David Borja the Chief Executive of Standard Bank Africa Regions. Um, during the middle of the United Nations General Assembly Week, I've been following you around to the various activities and it's been um, quite exciting to see the important leadership role that you and Standard Bank have been playing with the uh, responsible banking principles and I wish you the best of luck as you go about implementing them and making impact. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you. <laughs>